Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Hail. <clears throat> Doing my thing live tonight, uh, I didn't have too many opportunities to record my Talking Points, uh, because... I spent the better part of my afternoon with my nephew. Well, one of my nephews. My nephew, David, decided to come up from uh, my hometown. And uh, he decided, what the hell, you know, let's hang out with, the, with Uncle George. And 
you know, kind of make him feel real good today. And that's exactly what this young man did. This young man did exactly that. He put a smile on my face a mile wide. Now, some of you are looking at me on video and going, why is he holding the handheld microphone? Well, truth be told, I am presently trying to, because I was out all afternoon with my nephew, uh, I didn't even get a chance to have a power nap, which kind of sucks, really. And insult to injury, I've got stuff stacked up on my other desk where the clip computer is, and really didn't get a chance to clean that off. Anyway, let me get on with my talking points. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to put this handheld mic down and switch to the one in front of my face. Now, as I said last night, for those of you watching on the video platforms, I will be wearing my Soldier Santa hat through the month of December. So you're going to see me with the old camouflage Santa hat. Now, a young a guy that used to come to this broadcast uh, had sent me one for Christmas last uh, about a year or so ago, and uh, it was a very thoughtful gift. It really was. He thinks I, I didn't appreciate it. I wish he wouldn't think that way, you know, because I do appreciate the you know the the advert. Unfortunately, my fat head doesn't it doesn't fit my fat head too well. And, uh, well, it, I think the company that he bought it from ripped him off, but I gave him the link. So it was my own stupidity and well, you know, stuff happens, right? Uh, I, I have that hat still. I've been meaning to send it back to him. Not because I don't like the gift. I, I not that I don't appreciate it. I do. But at the time I felt, you know, I was feeling like, you know, the man got ripped off. You know, I, I've, been, I've been meaning to send it back to him, and I just never got a chance to do that. Well, it's too late to send it back only because uh, he ain't going to get his money back on it. It's long since over, you know, past and everything. But uh, that little Santa hat was a very nice gesture on his part. And, you know, I know he's probably, he, he will probably listen to this in archives. So, you know, I, I, again, I want him to know that I do appreciate, you know, the gesture. I really do. Uh, I couldn't find this one. I packed it away so nicely from the Christmas before and uh, stuff. So, anyway, as part of my talking points uh, tonight, I want to talk about family. You know, get a, kind of break away from the politics in my talking points for for, for once in, in once in a blue moon. I want to talk about family. And uh, especially this time of the year, okay? Uh, the holidays, especially now with the pandemic, you know, not everybody wants to be around anybody because they don't want to violate the rules. They don't want to have the mask police breathing down their neck. 
things. They don't want to be fined, ticketed, you know, given that nice little piece of paper that says, you owe the government $1,000. Believe it or not, there are some folks who are absolutely deathly afraid of having to pay that kind of dollar signs out because, you know, a thousand dollars could be, you know, could mean the difference between putting food on the table or paying the mortgage or paying the rent, you know, but it's about family that, that comes to mind with this, you know, Thanksgiving was pretty much, we were pretty much told Thanksgiving, we can't get together because of COVID. Okay, in a conversation with my nephew, I found out that a lot of my family uh, tested positive for mild cases of COVID. My nephew nephew David was lucky. He's got them antibody things and stuff. He got got taken care of through his job. And um, I'll tell you something. Being, being kind of isolated, you know, where I am, uh, it, it does get a little tricky. It really does. It, it kind of makes, it makes for an interesting situation too, because, you know, I don't have contact with my family the way I would like to. And when I do have contact with my family, even on, even if it's just by Facebook or face crook, I should say, um, Sometimes things get misunderstood, get confused, family stuff, you know, but even though we can't get together face to face, okay, even though we cannot get together face to face, you know, there are alternatives. Now, like prime example. Uh, through Skype, and I can, and I have one set up uh, for the broadcast, and I can use that for anything really. Uh, there is Meet Now, where you can have multiple people on a conference call, you know, video wise, and it don't cost you it don't cost you a penny. In fact, you don't even have to have Skype to use it. It's a beautiful thing. So. I figure it like this. If you can't get together physically, get together virtually. It can mean the difference between someone sitting home alone and not, you know, not having contact with family in any way and giving them an opportunity to see you, at least in some form of face-to-face. Hell, I would love to see my little grandnephew and nieces, you know, love to see those little tykes. They ain't so little anymore, I understand, but, uh, you know, it'd be nice to see them. If I can't see them face to face, then virtually we'll do nicely, especially with Christmas coming. You know, again, we're being asked to 
cancel something. Cancel Christmas. Now, wait a minute. Why would we want to cancel Christmas? Okay, why would we want to put ourselves through that kind of insanity? When we want to see family, you know? Um, one of the stark realities in this is that family, la familia, you know, is everything. Now, some of us may not have contact with our family at all because of something that happened. And they just, either they did or you did or both did, decided, fuck it. I don't want to talk to you or see you anymore. Fuck off. Or because of distance, communications, time zones, you know, there could be a whole host of reasons why. But I think it's important for family, you know, to at least try to come together. You know, make the effort. Do something as a family. It doesn't have to be face-to-face. You can do it virtually, like I said. And the beauty of it is, okay, The beauty of it is family getting together, even virtually, can have a good time. You know? Well, this afternoon, you know, my nephew and I got together. We went down to Walmart, and he said, you know, do you need anything? I'm like, yeah, I need a few things. You know, I had a few bucks still where I could get a few extra items that I needed. Well, that worked out pretty good, except for one thing. He's running the the, the stuff through the scanner, and then then he's paying for it. And I'm like, huh? I was like, I'm thinking to myself, what is he doing? And I think I even said, what do you do? What, 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 what? He goes, you know, he, he was like, his, he, he was very, you know, laid back in, in the way he said it. You know, just, eh, don't worry about it. You know, it was only XYZ dollars. And then he left a, he left a Christmas card for me. I didn't know it until after he had gone. It was sitting on one, it was sitting on a chair on the other side of the room. There it was. So I opened it up. And uh, sitting inside that card was $100. I didn't expect that. In fact, this is the card that it came in. Okay. My nephew surprised the living crap out of me with this. He surprised me to no end. And uh, the card sits here on, on my on the big on the big tower that I broadcast with. 
right now. And uh, you know, family means a lot to me. Family means more to me than anything in this world. When you can't see your family, and then family shows up and does something like my nephew did, it does mean a lot. It truly means a lot. So we got, so I decided on the way to Wally World to find out about the family, you know, what's going on, especially with one member of the family, my, my Aunt Dorothy. Um, my Aunt Dorothy is uh, 73 years old. And uh, right now she's in a rehab center. She tested positive for COVID and uh, I don't have any contact with her even before COVID I wasn't really able to have contact with her you know to talk with her and stuff maybe now it's just as well you know There's things happening I can't bring up on the broadcast. But I'm going to say a prayer for my Aunt Dorothy. And for my whole family. And if any member of my family is listening to this or watching me right now. And you heard me say virtual get-together. How about it? Christmas Day, six o'clock in the evening. Why don't we do that? Get on the virtual feeds and get together. Certainly can't wait. And just think, we're we're social. We're social distancing. Don't necessarily have to put a mask on, but we're definitely social distancing. So how about it, family? And you know something. This is something that every family could do. This is something every family can do, especially with family members that are too far away, you know, to get together, even if this pandemic wasn't happening. It's a mind-blowing thing. It really is. The choices we make, choices we have, the very 
possibilities before us. Christmas is just weeks away. My hope and my prayer is that everyone will get together for Christmas. And if you can't, avail yourself to Zoom, Skype, Meet Now, whatever medium you can put together and use, do it. Just do it. Put your webcam on and go for it. Family should not be limited because some idiot politician wants to play Nazi stormtrooper. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Use that hashtag to trend this broadcast all over the planet. On Parlor, MeWe, Gab, and all other social media platforms. With that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. And... As always, you can contact, you can call in and join the conversations we'll have tonight at 347-945-5747. Gunslingers in the Mixler chat room and over on the Periscope side of life. Let me see here with my handy dandy smartphone. We look. Push that button. Push that button. Gunslingers in the Mixler chat room. Um, okay, I've got Cherokee Rose and Gene watching by way of Periscope.tv. They are with with us on the on the periscope side of life there folks. So howdy doodle people. And uh Cherokee Rose said in uh on Periscope, so nice. We'll pray for your aunt and family, George. Thank you, Cherokee Rose. Appreciate that. And uh, believe me when I tell you, if anybody ever tells you family is everything, believe that to be true. Family is everything. And if you don't have contact with your family, if it's if if, if it's because of situations that happened in your in, in between you. You know what? There are two things you can do. You could either you could either turn around and say, "Hey, you know what? You may have done this to me, you may have done that to me, but I'm still a good person." 
And I'm willing to let bygones be freaking bygones, bozo. I'm willing to bury the hatchet, albeit maybe in your head. But I'm willing to I'm willing to bury the hatchet. I said that to my brother once. I'm willing to bury the hatchet. And he reached in the closet and pulled out a hatchet. And he goes, yeah, well, I've got the hatchet, boy. What are you going to do now? <laughs> I just sat there laughing. Speaking of laughing, my nephew David and I, we had, we had such a great time this afternoon. We really did. We, we did more laughing than anything. I, I I swear to God, we we laughed and we joked and you know we it was it was like the best time I've had in ages and it, I was so grateful that he he came up here and got me out of this damn house. I mean, yeah, I can go and walk around and stuff, stuff. But sheesh, how many times can you go around the block and not get bored? Okay, first of all, first of all, Mr. Gunslinger, sir, okay, you had to restart your computer, huh? It got stuck on stupid, huh? Well, you know what you do after the thing reboots? You look at it and you go, don't give me any grief, boy. Or I'll make you eat a whole bunch of lead. Scare the poor thing into into working right. That's what you do. And <laughs> you got hit with the Skype update as well. Just minutes before I went on the air tonight. First of all, 10 minutes before I went on the air. Windows decided to update. That wasn't so bad because it was quick. But then just about three or four minutes before I go to I go to get ready to dial up Blog Talk Radio's host line, I end up getting hit with a Skype update. I mean, these updates must really know how to be bad timing, you know? It's like, hey, hey, you know what? This is I think this is the way Microsoft. For those of you who, are, who don't know what I mean by Microsoft, it's Microsoft. I call it Microsoft. Well, listen, here's here's Microsoft. Hey, they haven't gotten an update up there uh, at the uh, Firefox News Online place there. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to send one. We'll make it a quick one, but we'll send one. It'll, it'll have them freaking out. Same company. Skype. Um, excuse me, uh, but Skype needs to be updated too. That'll really fuck them up good. Yeah, well, guess what, folks? Got that update done. Look at the split. And uh, Gunslinger, no, it's Wednesday, not Monday. But but remember what Wednesday is. Wednesday is either hump day or humped 
day. Always remember that. And you got up to 79 degrees. Well, we were only able to get up to, I think, 39 or 38 or 39 degrees. We even had some light, light, light snow flurries earlier in the, in the early this morning and kind of like mid morning too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you got the windows update earlier to, in the day. huh? See, Microsoft knows how to fuck with us. Now, speaking of gunslinger, I've got him on the line at three, four, seven, nine, four, five, five, seven, four, seven. Okay. Here we go. Gunslinger. <laughs> What's happening, buddy? Aside from what you, we just I just pulled from the, the chat room there. I mean, is it is it just dumb luck that these these things happen to us? I mean, really. Well, yeah, when it, when they don't give you no choice, I'd like to have a choice. Okay, you know, because hmm. I go down there last night to bed, and you know how when you go down there to the to the window where it says power, where you can cut off everything, it gives you no choice but to update. You know, update and shut or shut. So I did that. Well, when I got up today, it's a damn thing. Please wait while the updates are being installed. Don't give you no fucking choice. What happened to choice? Are you kidding? Gunslinger. This is America. This is a this is America, sir. We don't get fucking choices. We get told what we're going to do and like it. Or don't you know that by now? I mean, jeez, it's like, it's like okay. I I go over to I go I go to I go to the market when I need something, right? And I get told twelve items or less. Well, that's just great. Twelve items or fucking less. I've got thirteen. What are you gonna do? Tell me to get out of your line? I let people know up front. I'm a good guy, but I I tend to break the rules just a little bit. I have yet to see some salesperson sitting at a register making minimum wage tell me, I'm sorry, sir, but you have 13 items you're going to have to get out of our line and go to and 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 go to the other line. Where you can do more than twelve items. I actually had a a, a a cashier tell me that after I took the stuff out of the shopping cart. First day on the job, no less, too. I mean, gunslinger. This was, it was so freaking hilarious. This kid looks at me and goes, "Um, excuse me, sir, but." By my count, you've got twelve. You got thirteen items there. We only allow twelve items on this line. You're gonna have to take everything back and go to another line. Now, of course, the store manager wasn't there at the moment, but some of the other cashiers heard him. <laughs> 
because he was louder than shit. Well, check this out. Here's what he does. He says, sir, I told you, you can't, I can't check you out. And I said, I just put all these items up on your damn conveyor. You counted every single one, and you're telling me I can't check out here because I'm one item over? Are you for real, son? And he just looked at me, and he smiled and said, but, sir, I'm just doing my job. I said, is this your first day on the job, kid? And he goes, uh-huh. Well, the lady, the, the girl right next to me in her, at her checkout lane, she's got no customers. She said, I'll tell you what. If you can load that card up real fast, I will hold, I will hold a place for you right here on my line. I'm 12 items or less, too, but I'll check you out. Because we're not that busy. I don't think it's a big deal. One item over. <laughs> well, the manager, the assistant manager was walking by, heard that, and heard the kind of heard the exchange a little bit and said, Oh no, 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 it's okay. Sir, go ahead and check out there. Don't worry about it. One item over. If it was like 10 items over, then I'd say you'd have to, you can't do that. But one item, nah, go ahead. What are you going to do? And yes, I'm drinking eggnog, ladies and gentlemen, in my brand spanking new Be Merry mug. But check this out. It's, it's it's the strangest thing, Gunslinger. We, we could have everything go right all day long. And it only takes one thing to mess up the entire day. Right or wrong? Yeah, you're very right. I mean, all it takes is one suck up. One thing. Throws everything out of kilter. Yeah, we've been there, done it many times. I've often said that uh, the worst thing that can happen, the worst case scenario that can happen is I get all my stuff in the shopping cart, right? I check out and I get home. And then I realize I forgot five items that I definitely needed for something I was going to make the next day. It didn't ruin my day necessarily, but it kind of, you know, slowed things down a tiny bit. But then I get up one morning. I have my coffee. I sit down at my computer. I push the power button on the computer to start it up. And all of a sudden, the power goes out. The power goes out. I mean, holy shit. It's unbelievable. 
absolutely freaking unbelievable. And I ended up sitting there with no electricity for two hours. By the time the power came back on, I forgot what I was going to do that morning. So I just decided to have my coffee, you know, because I was only able to have one cup, go back to bed, sleep for a couple more hours, and then if I remembered what I was going to do, go do it. But it sure slowed my ass down, and it actually pissed me off. I thought when I, because it happened exact at the exact same second I pushed the on switch. Told that to one of my neighbors, and he goes, oh, so you're the son of a bitch that cost us our electricity for two hours. Thanks a fucking lot, George. I'm like, all I did was push the button. And he goes, that's the problem. You pushed the button. And go figure. It could be worse. Now, was it my imagination or was Mike from Louisiana in the chat room a little while ago? I think I seen his, seen his name there. Thought it did. Hmm. It's rather odd because I I know I saw him there, and then he just poof gone. Okay. Yeah. If he comes back, he comes back. If he don't, he don't. I ain't worried about it. You know why? Because you're right there. Cherokee Rose and Gene are over there at Periscope and stuff. By the way, when I mentioned about the about the, the little bit of snow flurries, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be right with you. I need to deal with something. My my Looney Tunes neighbor is screaming. Sorry about that, folks. But my idiot lunatic neighbor across the hall, she's screaming at the voices in her head. Unbelievable. So I turned off my microphone, put the thing on the screen for the video side, opened my apartment door, and told her to shut the fuck up. People are trying to sleep. It's after 10 o'clock at night. Well, speaking, guess what? Uh, she shut up. Of... <laughs> There's all these nut cases in the world, ain't there? Speaking of hump day Wednesday, look at the link I put in the chat room where nothing X-rated or anything, but this is this is this is my new hump day honey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm afraid to look. For you a cold cup of water. Better pour you a cold cup of water on yourself. 
Well, hello, nurse. Hang on a second. I've got to show that. I will show this. I'm not going to show the whole thing, but just a little bit of it. This is what Gunslinger shared with, with me in the Mixler chat room. I'm telling you, folks. When you see this, it will probably blow your mind. And guys, there ought to be a law against that, George. Seriously, there ought to be a fucking law against that. Holy Toledo! Ay, 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 ay. Well, think about this, gun. Jeez. You look at something like this. Here it is, folks. Look at this. Now, for us guys, this is Nirvana. Okay, this is Nirvana. This is this is actually something that you just cannot believe. Yep. I almost ate my goddamn screen. Lord God, I took yeah, and, and and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm a fifty, I'm fifty-seven years old. Damn it. I shouldn't be looking at at, 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 Im- at videos at video images like this. I could be sitting here going, the big one. I'm gonna, oh, there it goes. Oh, my God. Oh, she is so beautiful. Oh, splat. Instead of, instead of a heart attack, go. all you got to do, all you got to say, instead of a heart attack, all you got to say is, I'd love to bite that on the ass, develop lock jaw, and get drugged to death. What a way to go. Sheesh. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I. I. I'm like, okay, that's that's just too much. Uh, and even the name makes you makes you makes you shiver. Adriana. Oh my God, what a name. That's an interesting name too, Avriana. 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 I've heard of some very interesting and exotic names, but this one definitely is at the top of the list. You know, I'll, I'll tell you something. I've seen a lot of uh, very beautiful women over the years at, at, at various beaches I've, I've visited. Out of, you know, of course, out of town. There's nothing nearby where I am. But uh, at swimming pools, beaches, you know, stuff like that. And it's just my luck. Every last one of them is already spoken for. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have any at all. Uh, 
but it's it's the it's it's the it's 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 the it's the fact that I can we can you know we can look at the, we can look but we can't touch. God, this woman is driving me crazy. I may have to, uh, I may have to pause my end for, for a moment because I may have to call the police because this woman is absolutely out of her tree. She, she must doesn't, be a Democrat. <laughs> you know, that's a distinct possibility. I mean, look, when I was volunteering in the mental health community, I, I've seen all kinds of, of, of some really strange shit. You know, I mean, I saw it all from bipolar disorder to schizophrenia and, and, every, and at varying levels. And you would think that, would, you know, something like that would scare the piss out of a person. I served in the state guard. I dealt with scary NCOs. Trust me. This sort of shit doesn't scare me at all. It concerns me though. Because you know she doesn't belong and and and, and I've already heard this from various people that deal with her. She does not belong living on her own. She belongs in some sort of assisted living facility. She should not be on her own. But she refuses the help. And yet she goes on a tangent and she go because personally I don't think she she's supposed to be taking meds, but I don't think she takes a damn one. That's the problem. And Apparently, her psychiatrist won't do anything about her. He won't push the issue. And with this moratorium on evictions here in New York, the owners of this place can't can't even put her out of here because people are using are using that moratorium as an excuse. It's designed for people who can't pay their rent. Not for people who are completely batshit out of their fucking minds to get away with staying in a place that she, I swear to God, she opens her door, the stench is, is overwhelming. So this woman definitely needs to be somewhere and not living on her own. And I have to live across the hall from this? I'm actually considering moving. That's how bad it is. And I shouldn't have to. I mean, uh, Cherokee Rose watching on Periscope said, you know, she goes, oh, that's sad. The neighbor, you know, and, and yeah, it is. But it's also frustrating because I've been dealing with it since June. The day I moved in here, she would leave a bag of garbage sitting in the hallway. She did it twice. 
she's violated her lease on multiple occasions. She's been fined up the yazoo by the owners of this place. But thanks to Governor Fuckhead and people misinterpreting the, you know, the, the language of the moratorium, the people that she deals with are, are too stu- either too stupid or too lazy to even attempt as soon as you say eviction, oh, well, there's a moratorium on evictions. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. Makes me sick. I have to get up off my fat ass, open my front door, and yell at her to shut up at, at this time of night. I'm surprised y'all didn't hear her in the background. She's that loud. Yeah, Cherokee Rose, she does need assisted living, but she refuses to go. And neither her psychiatrist or anyone else in the mental health community is willing to, to go to a judge and even get a judge to sign a court order mandating her to assisted living. And that could be done if the psychiatrist would sign off on it, but the psychiatrist won't even sign off on it. This is why people in the mental health community commit crimes and get away with them. Because nobody in the mental health community is willing to get off their fucking ass and do something. People like me, who have to be subjected to that kind of bullshit, are the ones who end up suffering from the most. You know? It's, it's a pain in the ass. And I don't even know the woman. I, in all honesty, I don't want to know her. Because there's no telling what she's capable of. I mean, she doesn't know me from Adam. And she's she on two separate occasions, she knocked on my door wanting to bum a cigarette. She wanted to get a cup of milk. And I didn't have any milk in the house. <coughs> and she looked at me like I was fucking lying to her. And then she comes over wanting to bum a cigarette. I said, I haven't got any cigarettes because I didn't have any. I, You know, I didn't have any. I, I do roll your own. And I didn't have any tobacco. <coughs> Excuse me. And I turned around and I said, you know, I'm sorry. You know, I just don't have any. And she goes, you know, I said, I, you know, because I smoke, I had just smoked my last one anyway. And I told her that. And she looked at me and says, are you sure? I said, lady, get away from my door. I slammed the door in her face. How the fuck do you say to somebody when they tell you you just smoked your last cigarette, are you sure? No. I stuck a cigarette in my mouth and there was, and there was another one still in the box. Of course I'm sure. Oh, I don't go to the door with, with, unless I've got something with me. 
I have an, I have, I do, I am, I'm well, I am very well armed. I have pepper spray. Okay. If that doesn't do it, there's the business end of something that she don't want to meet. If you catch my drift, Cherokee Rose. Cherokee Rose said in the uh, Periscope, oh, be careful answering the door to her with her having mental health issues. Like I said, I've got pepper spray. In fact, I made a mess of my desk just now, so it's not easy to find right away, but I have pepper spray. And I've got an AR-7 rifle, 22 caliber. And if she sticks her nose in my door and, go, and goes on a mental health tangent, I will tell her, you got a choice. Back away. Or you or the you'll meet me or you will meet the business end of one of two items pepper spray or my little friend I won't play no fucking games I won't take any fucking chances and no not this not this boy especially in the town in the town I live in since I moved into this apartment back in June at least th- two blocks, maybe three, there have been multiple shootings. Two to three blocks away from where I live. So, yeah. I, I Believe me, I am very well prepared for any contingency. And if there's one thing I've learned in this life, if you don't take chances, if somebody wants to go batshit crazy, let them bounce off the fucking walls in some mental hospital. Let them go to an assisted living place and tell them you ain't got a choice. You're not. No, we don't take no for an answer. Not anymore. You're disturbing the peace. You're 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 creating an an unsafe environment for the people who live around you. You're scaring, she scares the children that live in the area. There are children in the next building that hear her screaming like this. And they she scares the fuck out of those poor kids. But yet, the Democrats want to come after guys like me that have guns. Me. A guy who who doesn't do anybody and doesn't do anything to anybody except maybe make them laugh to the point of pissing their pants. Actually, had that happen. Excuse me, she's at it again. Hmm. As quickly as she started, she stopped. But if it, if she does it one more time, I'm calling the cops. And I will meet them at the fucking door, right in front of her. And I will tell them, right in front of her, 
She's in there yelling and screaming, and there's nobody there. She lives alone. She hears voices in her head, and she literally screams at those voices. This is what I was told by her, by her case manager. She needs help. And if she says no, she doesn't want to go to the hospital, you better find a, a loophole of some kind and get her the fuck out of here because she's driving, she's driving me up a goddamn wall. I will not put up with this. Going on 11 o'clock at night and I got to fucking hear this shit. I'm trying to do my job. I'm trying to do, this is my, this is a job, this is my job. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm doing a broadcast. I can't do my broadcast with a fucking lunatic across the hall screaming at the top of her lungs at nobody. And I guarantee goddamn tea, I will, I, I will call the cops. I ain't got no problem with that. I should, nobody in this building, nobody in this complex should have to put up with a person who is unstable. There's one thing I definitely know for sure is that if, if the cops keep getting, if I have to keep, if I keep calling the cops, eventually they're going to get tired of hearing from me. They'll get tired of hearing, hearing me call them time and time again. With my luck, I'm the one that's going to end up getting told, don't call anymore. Now, this, this, tonight's broadcast was not supposed to be about this sort of situation, but unfortunately, it's happening while I'm on the air, live broadcasting, and she's out, she's, she's across the hall acting like a lunatic. You know something, Gunslinger. Be thankful you don't have it. You don't have to deal with what I'm dealing with tonight. Seriously. Something tells me she must have heard me say at one point that I was going to call the cops because now she's quieting down. Oh, trust me, I've had to deal with some loony loony coons, loony dunes over here, too. Why do you think I carry a gun? (laughs) (laughs) Too true. Touche. What really gets me is the fact that nobody is, nobody can do nobody wants to do anything to even attempt to try and help her they'll ask her all these stupid ass questions you know do you want to go to the hospital don't ask her if she wants to go to the hospital 
tell her, look, we're getting too many complaints. You need to be eva- properly evaluated. So grab your coat and come and let's and come with us. <laughs> this is getting re- this is this is but they're not even willing to do that. That's how fucking retarded this is. Unbelievable night. Now, let me see. Of course, I'm going to grab the handy-dandy handheld microphone so I can slide over here to the clip computer a little bit and still be heard fairly decently. Uh, let me see now. Uh, water glass. Should have put that in the sink earlier. Shame on me. Uh, antivirus updated. Good, good, good. Thank you very much. Now get the fuck out of my face. Ding! Listen, see, I'm my own kind of crazy. But it's but but it's the kind of crazy where I entertain people and have fun. That's the kind of crazy I like to enter to have, to go to go hog wild silly and entertain folks. That kind of silly. And believe me, it worked. But you did not hear that from me. Shh. All right, let's see now. Uh huh. Now I'm going to put play a clip in a second here. It seems the Democrats are seeking to circumvent the Constitution in order to abolish the Electoral College. Hmm. Isn't that just special? One American News put this article, put this story out, so uh, here we go. Let's get this clip. On the, on the map. The left is seeking to skirt the Constitution in their attempts to abolish the Electoral College. One America's Hans Hubbard reports. As both major parties vie for control of the Senate, conservatives warn the very fate of the system set in place by America's founding fathers could also hang in the balance. Over the weekend, Andrew McCarthy, senior fellow at the National Review Institute, sounded the alarm on the constitutional crisis that could ensue should Democrats seize control of the upper chamber, clearing the path for them to try and dismantle a quintessential institution of American democracy, the Electoral College. This staple of the American system has become a target of progressive ire in recent years, particularly following President Trump's victory over Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election. That defeat marked by the collapse of the so-called blue wall, lionized the left into pushing for a national popular vote, 
Following the argument, it would benefit the Democrat Party if presidential elections could be decided not by a balance of all states in the Union, but by ballots cast in populist liberal strongholds such as California and New York. The radical left will also abolish the Electoral College, taking power away from Iowa and giving it to liberal states like California who can't compete in terms of size. Abolishing the Electoral College, however, would require a constitutional amendment passed by either a two-thirds majority in Congress or a constitutional convention called for by two-thirds of state legislatures and ratification by three-quarters of all states. Thus, maintaining control of the Senate is crucial for conservatives to succeed in protecting the Electoral College, as the Republican-led upper chamber can act as a bulwark against the left's more extreme proposals. Elections come and go. Political power is never permanent, but the consequences could be cataclysmic if our colleagues across the aisle let partisan passion boil over and scorch, scorch the ground rules of our government. The framers built the Senate to be the nation's firewall. Over and over, this institution, our institution, has stood up to stop recklessness that could have damaged our country forever. Yet despite these institutional defenses, the left have seemingly found a way to try and bypass the Constitution and work towards abolishing the Electoral College without going through the process laid out by the Founding Fathers, a fact that is freely admitted by prominent liberals, such as Bill Clinton's Secretary of Labor, Robert Reich, who also served as a member of Barack Obama's Economic Transition Advisory Board. Amending the Constitution is very hard, requiring a two-thirds vote by the House and Senate, plus approval by three-quarters of state legislatures. But we can make the Electoral College irrelevant without a constitutional amendment. The National Popular Vote Interstate Compact, a deal by a coalition of predominantly blue states, exploits Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution, which establishes the Electoral College, to enact a de facto abolition of the institution. Once the number of states in the compact is enough to accumulate 270 electoral votes, all of those states agree to appoint their electors according to the result of the national popular vote, rather than the popular vote in each individual state, effectively rendering the electors of all states who are not part of the deal powerless to affect the outcome of presidential elections. It may seem a far-fetched idea, but it is worryingly close to becoming a reality. As of this report, 15 states and the District of Columbia, holding 196 electoral votes between them, have enacted it into law. And so far, nine states, who combined have a total of 88 electoral votes, well over the 74 votes needed for activation, have passed a compact in at least one legislative chamber. And as the left continues its efforts to upend the rules which have held American democracy together for more than 230 years, they have yet to propose a system better than the one of which founding father Alexander Hamilton said, quote, if the manner of it be not perfect, it is at least excellent. Hans Hobbard, One American News. Want to see more videos like this? Visit ONN. All right, Gunslinger. You heard what this guy said. You heard this report. What say you?
gun. If I unmute my microphone, it might help. But um, uh, it's like the old saying going uh, goes: uh, "If it ain't broke, don't fix it." Okay. This is the best system that we have so far. Nobody has been able to come up with a better system. I, you know, it's it's look who you do it. It's the Democrats, liberal Democrats. Of course, they want to get rid of the electoral college, so that ensures a win every time for them. Well, hell yeah, why not? You know, but that's a bad move. Like I said again, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. There is no other better system that we know of. Okay, and I don't think there'll ever be a better system. Really, I think once you once you get to the top cream of the crop, as the old saying goes. I think there's nothing more. How are you going to improve on something that has worked for well, ever since it was conceived? Okay, uh, how are you going to improve on it? You can only get so far up in the daisy chain. Okay, uh, you can't go any further. You know, you reach maximum, you reach capacitance, you reach, you know, filling it. I mean, you know, and this is what it's done. I unless you got a better idea. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, let's think. I don't think there is a better idea. I don't think there's a. I don't think that. I don't think. I don't think these these uh, Democrats understand that, you know, according to the Constitution, you have to in order to in order to do these things in order to amend the Constitution, you have to have constitutional convention. You have to have two thirds of the states' legislatures involved and all this. We heard the process that's needed. I mean, okay. Well, let's let's look at that for a minute. You're not going to get two thirds majority from the state legislatures in, in the United States. It's just not going to happen. You know. I mean, what are they going to do? Steal, steal, and uh, steal it to. Commit a crime to uh, to make it to, to make it to make a legal uh, ab- 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 <laughs> abolishment of the uh, electoral college. I don't think so, because then they really are screwed. And what does that say for our you know for our nation? They want they want to abolish the electoral college. Well, what happens when the electoral college is abolished? If the Democrats get the get the popular vote every time, it's going to be a Democrat in the White House every time. It'll be like a it'll be like a it'll be like a dictatorship with rotating dictators. It's it, it, you know it, it's insane. Because just think, if the electoral college had had been abolished at, before the 2016 election, guess who would have been in the White House? Hillary, because she won the the popular. She did win the popular vote, but she lost to the electoral college.
But this is what the Democrats want. They are dictators. You know that. They are dictators. Okay. So what do you expect from the dictator? They want power, more power, more power, more power. That's all. They're obsessed with power. Right. This has been proven. I mean, this is nothing. This is nothing new. This is this is this is exactly what it is. They want that power, and they want to stay in power. And this is reasonable. Well, that's why they want to, abort, uh, you know, get rid of this electoral college and everything. So they get all the power in one corner. Yeah, fuck them motherfuckers. <laughs> I think part of the problem for them is they're tired. They're so hell bent on power. They're, they're they're literally tripping over themselves, trying to find ways to to make it happen where they gain more power, you know, and, and, and I'm sorry, but it's just not going to happen. And they've got a, they still have the, the problem of what are they going to do if the electoral college turns around and picks Donald Trump. What then? The Electoral College could turn around and screw up all their plans and all this uh, insanity of of the president-elect will be down the tubies for Biden. Well, we know what will happen then. The Democrats will cry foul. And they'll start their shit all over again like they did over the last four years. Well, here's something that 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 kind of kind of made me scratch my head. YouTube is is going to begin removing claims of election fraud. Yeah. Check this out. Internet video site YouTube said Wednesday that it would begin to remove any uploaded content that suggested Joe Biden won or President Donald Trump lost. November's presidential election Due to, due to voter fraud, labeling it as misleading. YouTube, purchased by Google in 2006 and now operating under the Alphabet umbrella, announced the decision in a blog post suggesting that the videos violate its community guidelines that prohibit spam, scams, and other manipulated media coordinated influence operations, and any content that seeks to incite violence. The company justified its decision on the so-called safe harbor deadline, the date which states are expected to certify their election results. Given that we will start removing any piece of content uploaded today or any time after that misleads people by alleging that widespread fraud or errors changed the outcome of the 2020 U.S. presidential election, 
in line with our approach towards historical U.S. presidential elections, the San Bruno, California-based YouTube wrote. For example, we will remove, <clears throat> excuse me, we, we will remove videos claiming that a presidential candidate won the election due to widespread software glitches or counting errors. The action is likely to reinforce and amplify calls to remove internet and technology companies' liability protection under Section 230 of the 1996 Communications Decency Act. Enacted at the beginning of the internet era, the law was intended to keep pornography from reaching minors. However, it has been interpreted to treat internet companies as public forums, merely an electronic bulletin board as user content, and therefore shielded from liability lawsuits for what is posted. However, critics have argued that decisions which censors content makes them no different than a publisher, which does not enjoy the protection of the protection offered to tech companies. In addition to removing the misleading videos, YouTube said it will be connecting people it's got a fly in the house. I don't believe this. Let me start that paragraph again. In addition to removing the misleading videos, YouTube said it will be connecting people to author to authoritative information such as NBC and CBS. Limiting the reach of borderline content and prominently surfacing authoritative information are important ways we protect people from problematic content that doesn't violate our community guidelines, it said. <laughs> so, so, so YouTube considers NBC and CBS authoritative information brokers, huh? Well, let me see here. NBC, better known as Nazi Broadcasting Company, and CBS, Communist Broadcasting Ser Service. <sighs> Why am I not surprised? What do you say, Gunn? Well, I'm not surprised either. I mean, it's clear and blatant in-your-face censorship. Okay? I mean, who the fuck are they to, to all of a sudden, they decide? Okay? You know, they, my mother, my dad, or anybody else, okay, I make decisions on my own, okay, because I'm, that's my me. Uh, but they have to control, again, there's these control freaks, okay, is more and more and more, okay, they don't, they want to limit what you see, what you hear, what you can say, just like I said, well, go, it's a fucking dictatorship, in the electronic world, in the electronic sense, okay? And they're growing every day. I mean, they're getting more bolder and bolder and bolder. There was a, uh, there was a YouTube uh, about President Trump that's going to have a live, uh, some type of rally or something, I forget where it was, right side broadcasting was going to cover it, right? 
I said it was on. I went over, flipped it on. And that thing came up on the screen. On the screen on YouTube said this this uh, content violates our terms of our new terms of service, or something bullshit like that. They couldn't air it. And this was just a rally. This was just a walk. I thought they said a walk-in rally or something like that. Okay. I yeah, really. They didn't even get to show it. They said we don't. We're not even going to be able. We may not even be able to show it. We'll find out tomorrow. What's what the little note said. There you go, right there. There's clear, blatant censorship right there, right in front of your face, right in, on the right on the end of your nose. If that fly would have landed on the end of your nose, and I got one buzzing around here too. Thank you a lot. Go ahead. See, and and that's and that's what this article was talking about, right there. Right side broadcasting was not allowed to air to show the content that they they were pro, they were pro, they were broadcasting because it violated the new their new community guidelines. Now you see why I, I took Firefox News Online away you know off of YouTube, you know not broadcasting over there anymore because ninety percent of my broadcast would be would my broadcasts would be taken out of archives or or blocked altogether. I mean, this is this is insanity. This is truly insane. I mean, how how do they how how do they justify it by saying that they they're going to uh, direct people to more authoritative uh, content from from sources like C- CBS and NBC. They're a th- NBC and CBS are authoritative sources. They're they are Democrat propaganda tools. Holy shit! That's the liberal left's way of agreeing to censorship. And these broadcasting companies, NBC and CBS. Are a party to this? Unbelievable. And Gunslinger, what happened? Oh, I was running the scan, you know, the AVG scan and everything, and it said needed to close the browser, the Internet Explorer, so it cut me off. <laughs> And it's it's that, that stuff like that. I try to run all those scans and everything before I go on the air, so this way I don't have to do that. You know, this way I don't ha- I don't run into that kind of a problem. You know, I'm just glad the the updates that I got from Windows and from Skype were before I went on the air. Otherwise, it would have been a real nasty situation. So, let's see here. There's an article here that I that I saw. Ah, here we go. There it is. 
Texas GOP chairman expects more states to join SCOTUS election suit. Ooh, Baduba. Check this out. Red states are joining Texas in a Supreme Court lawsuit aimed at delaying presidential electors in multiple states. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is leading the charge against multiple states that allegedly violated the Constitution during the 2020 election. On Wednesday, Paxton filed a lawsuit against Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. The lawsuit argues the Equal Protection Clause was violated. All four states account for 62 electoral votes, which is enough to question the outcome of the presidential election. Additionally, Missouri's Attorney General, Eric Schmidt, led a group of 17 states in support of the Texas lawsuit on Wednesday. Something is is definitely a miss here, so there's something missing. Bear with me while I open another browser to see if I can find it. There's a big gap in the story. I think it might be a video that is not coming up on the screen. I'll finish reading the story while it's loading in the other browser. The group filed a brief with the Supreme Court. The brief claims state officials exploited the coronavirus pandemic to make changes to the election to the elections that would purpose purposely purpose purposely well I'm tongue tied now that that would purposely make them prone to potential fraud. The Texas GOP chairman said that potential for fraud not only affected the states involved, but millions of other Americans. In an interview with Steve Bannon Tuesday, Chairman Colonel Allen West said Texas had the legal right to pursue the case. We're not asking for ballots to be thrown out, West said. We're asking for this to go back to the legislature and the state state legislators. We'll decide those electors, which again is constitutional by Article 2, Section 1 of the United States Constitution. He added that America has the gold standard of an electoral system and protecting it isn't a political issue. I think you're going to see about 10 states sign on to this petition. I know Louisiana has come on board. You just talked about South Carolina, and I believe Missouri and several others will stand beside this as well. He reiterated that this is an American issue rather than a Republican or Democrat issue. West also mentioned, if we do not pursue the pursue truth in this election, it will undermine our constitutional republic. In the meantime, the Supreme Court has given the states until Thursday afternoon to respond to the lawsuit. Hmm. 
curiouser and curiouser. Okay, what was missing is Let me see what's going on here with this. Oh, it's an image. That's what was missing. Okay. I can definitely skip that because it's, you know, that's what was missing. So now we're seeing hopefully more states jumping on board in this lawsuit. Uh, Gunslinger, and I kind of wonder uh, just how effective this is truly going to be. So, based on what you just heard me read, what do you think? Well, I hope it's going to be very successful. It better be, because if these other states are too dumb fuck, I guess they are, liberals, Democrats, <laughs> what do you think? Then if the, if the southern states down here have to step in, you know, southern states to the rescue, okay, and file this, I think it has been accepted on the docket of the Supreme Court, they're going to have to listen to this, Okay. Because if they poo-poo the issue, as you know, saying goes, okay, the fucking revolution may start. Because these people are supposed to be elected and sent up there and to do exactly what's going on right now to solve this problem. Okay? This, this problem, I don't give a damn if they got three months of, of cases on their docket. This should, this should go to number one. Because this is a very important number one issue. It's a constitutional issue. I mean, shit, the rest of that corporate shit can wait because most of that stuff that they, what they hear every day, it'll drive me up the wall having to hear corporate cases and all this and this and this and this and, this and that. That, that, that. Boy, that'd be a boring job. So, but this is the future of this country. And that should be priority one. Okay. Uh, fuck all this other shit. I mean, you know, things change things happen well this is happening right now and if they don't see this case okay hear it make a final decision on it what good is the supreme court why do we even have them if they can't go out here and and make a a lawful constitutional decision on an issue like this the president of the united states um, i think that's pretty damn important then what the fuck are they up there for okay Hey, let's disband every goddamn one of them bitches because obviously they doing what they're doing what they're supposed to be doing and try something else. What do you think? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I think the Supreme Court needs to remember that their their primary their, the primary thing, reason they're in in the Supreme Court why they why the justices are in those seats is to hear constitutional uh, cases and this. And and the, this this election is wrought with uh, 
unconstitutional actions taken by some of the key battleground states. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, I think I just saw a, a moment ago, um, how, uh, the Supreme court threw out the, uh, case against Arizona for the recent to stop the to stop the certification. They threw that got thrown out of there. I think that was the Arizona Supreme court. It, it's starting to worry me that the Supreme Court is, is, is ignoring the constitutional responsibility that they have. And if that's the case, <clears throat> then we could see Joe Biden getting sworn in on January 20th. And I truly believe that is going, you know, that, that's going to be the end of America as we know it. It's already clear that the Democrats are out to defund the police, take away our guns, and so forth. Our only hope is that they don't ignore their constitutional uh, their constitutional job and go by the letter of the law because election laws were violated and I'm sorry but if you're on the Supreme Court your job is to uphold the Constitution now uh, hang on a second here I need to grab my glasses real quick give me a second It's just one of the nights. Just one of the nights. <laughs> okay. Now, I can't really look at the screen, the monitor when I'm when I have my glasses on, so I got to tip them on my nose here a little bit. Now we've been talking about Article Two, Section One. Okay. Article 2, Section 1. See how far it goes here. Oh, it's a big one. The executive power shall be vested in a president of the United States of America. He shall hold his office during the term of four years and together with the vice president chosen for the same term be elected as follows. Each state shall appoint in such manner as the legislature thereof may direct 
a number of electors equal to the whole number of senators and representatives to which the state may be entitled in the Congress. But no senator or representative or person holding an office of trust or profit under the United States shall be appointed as an elector. The electors, and by the way, folks, I'm reading this uh, from my little handy-dandy book entitled Patriot's Handbook of American Liberty. It contains the Declaration of Independence, the United States Constitution, with index, Patrick Henry's famous speech, and an essay by Matthew D. Staver, Esquire. Just so you know where I'm reading this from. The electors shall meet in their respective states and vote by ballot for two persons, of whom one at least shall not be an inhabitant of the same state with themselves. And they shall make a list of all of the persons voted for, and of the number of votes for each, which list they shall sign and certify and transmit sealed to the seat of the government of the United States directed to the president of the Senate. The president of the Senate shall, in the presence of the Senate and House of Representatives, open all the, all the certificates and the votes shall then be counted. The person having the greatest number of votes shall be the president. If such number be a majority of the whole number of electors appointed, and if there be more than one who have such majority and have an equal number of votes, then the House of Representatives shall immediately choose by ballot one of them for president. And if no person have a majority, then from the five highest on the list, the, the said house shall in like manner choose the president. But in choosing the president, the votes shall be taken by states. The, represent, the representation from each state having one vote. A quorum for this purpose shall consist of a manner of, of a member, sorry, or members from two-thirds of the states. And a majority of all the states shall be necessary to a choice. In every case, after the choice of the president, the person having the greatest number of votes of the electors shall be the vice president. But if there should be but if there should remain two or more who have equal votes, the Senate shall choose from them by ballot the vice president. The Congress may determine the time of choosing the electors and the day on which they shall give their votes, which day shall be the same throughout the United States. Now, 
the next paragraph I highlighted because at the time of highlighting this paragraph, it was during the hostage taking of the presidency by Barack Obama and the taking of the vice presidency hostage by the alleged president-elect Joe Biden. And that's where it talks about a natural-born citizen. Okay. But now, let's also take into consideration, they talked about the 25th Amendment. Okay. One second here. I think I just passed it. Okay, I think I got it here. And this is where Joe Biden could end up getting the 25th Amendment thrown right in his face. If, by some twist of fate, he gets in. In Section 1, it states, in case of of the removal of the president from office or of his death or resignation, the vice president shall become president. Whenever Section 2, whenever there is a vacancy in the office of the vice president, the president shall nominate a vice president who shall take office upon confirmation by a majority vote of both houses of Congress. Section 3. Whenever the president transmits to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives his written declaration that he is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, and until he transmits to them a written declaration to the contrary, such powers and duties shall be discharged by the vice president as acting president. Now, there's more here, but I'm going to stop right there for just a moment. Gunslinger, you heard what what I read about the electors. Let's start with that first. If the Democrats were... Hey, well, you know... No, go ahead. Go ahead, Gunn. No, no I just say I missed part of it because I was looking at another deal. I had to meet my speakers for a second. But again, you know, I don't know. There, there is, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of like 50 one way, 50 the other way. The system is set right now, and it works. They're just pissed off because they got they got caught with their hand in the cookie jar. That's all it is. Electoral this one, this one, choose this one, choose this one. They've already this is this, this procedure has already been set in concrete. Okay, they just trying to do this shit because ooh, well, we don't you know we 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 we've been exposed so we got to cover our asses. I mean, I don't know where, where's it going to stop. Let's just throw the whole goddamn thing out, fucking throw the baby out with the bathwater, and maybe start all over again. Is that what it's going to have to take? <laughs> Go ahead. 
Yeah, it, it, it kind of makes for a catch-22. It really does. Because here we have uh, Democrats wanting to abolish the Electoral College. The Electoral College was was formed uh, by, you know, and, and put in place in the Constitution as, I, this is the way I look at it. I may be you know, may not be quite correct as far as how I may be looking at it, and I'll certainly correct my myself if I you know if, if I said it in, in if I said it in a, in a in, not in a correct kind of way because you know I'm trying to find the right words to to say it where people will follow where you know what I'm saying and so that you know the meaning is not lost. Um. But if they want to, um, they want to take away the electoral college, and the electoral college, by my estimation, was put in place in the Constitution as a buffer, for lack of a better way of putting it, to prevent uh, a particular party from having a controlling, having total control of the White House. Uh, to put it simply, the, the, to, to avoid um, having a, ha, you know, it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, you know, the Democrats having a monopoly on the White House because of the popular vote. So in order to avoid that from happening, one party or the other, whether it's Democrats or Republicans, from having a controlling interest in who gets in the White House because of the popular vote, the Electoral College was put in place uh, to basically prevent any one party from having, you know, from, from being able to occupy the White House time and again ad infinitum. If, uh, that, sounds, if that sounds confusing, let me know. If, if it sounds, you know, if, if it made total sense to, to you, let me know that too, but I think that's that's what it comes down to. It's it's a buffer zone to prevent monopolizing uh, the Oval Office by any one party. What do you think? Well, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it, it, it's a preventative. It's a it's a safety measure, so it doesn't overdo everything. There got to be checks and balances, you know that. I mean, everything in this government's got to have checks and balances. I don't care what agency it is, I don't care what department it is, electoral, judicial, everything. But we seem to go kind of going away from these checks and balances. Uh, now they're just—it's like a free for all. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm blatant in your face. We cheated on the election. What are you going to do about it? Fuck you. That's their attitude. That's, that's the exact attitude they have today. And this shit's got to stop. Okay. I mean, we know that President Trump won. We know that they, they there's, there's blatant evidence out there that, that shows that, you know, sleepy, creepy Joe, you know, the camel toe, they cheated. They're cheaters. I mean, you know, cheater, cheater, punch, pants on fire, as Joe say goes. Okay. So <laughs> something has got to be, somebody, something, Superior agency, like the Supreme Court, 
is going to have to put their fucking foot down and say, no, this is, this is the way it is. And whatever it takes to do to get a proper and, you know, vote, which I, we know that you know, Trump's going to win, obviously. I'm going to give that. But they've been plotting and planning this for a long time. We've said it time and time again. Ever since that man came down that, el- that escalator up there in Trump Towers, probably even before, okay, there were plotting and planning to see whatever thing that they could do to get that man out of office. That's how much they hate him. They didn't mention, they not necessarily may hate the man himself, but it's what he stands for. He stands for good. He stands for the country. They're just the opposite. <laughs> Tell me more. Well, Gunslinger, I think I think what it really boils down to, um, in, 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 at the end of the day, uh, when he came down the escalator, there were sixteen uh, Republicans vying for the nomination. But over over time, you know, back at that time, um, leading up to the twenty sixteen election. They they would they would fall to the wayside one right after the other. Now the one person I actually in the beginning, because you know he was from my hometown and he, he was the governor of the state of New York for a time, uh, I was actually rooting for George Pataki in the beginning, but then he dropped out and I'm like, I'm watching Trump and I'm thinking to myself, oh shit, Donald Trump could do it. And I started realizing, yeah, Donald Trump could very well walk away with this. He could end up winning the election. And I stuck with that and I started, you know, I just went with Donald Trump the rest of the way and look what happened. 2016, he gets in the Oval Office. And because he was doing things to, you know, to reverse a lot of the damage done by Obama, the Democrats didn't like that. So they went after him vigorously. Even the Obama dictatorship tried, was spying on him. And that was proven. So everything the Democrats have done was to get rid of Trump when they realized he could walk away with the 2016 election, hands down. And that's exactly what he did. So they decided, we have to get rid of him. We can't, he, he cannot stay in the presidency. So we're going to do everything we can to get rid of his ass. And when he spoke about draining the swamp, that scared them even more. That scared them to the point where they were like, holy shit. Many of our people were were sent packing. So they tried the Russian collusion. They tried the Mueller report. They tried a a variation of the Russian collusion by, by just changing the name to Ukraine. And they tried all kinds of shit. I mean, they just kept trying and trying and trying. Everything kept blowing up in their faces. So it's, it, it, it stands to reason that when Joe Biden said, we have created the most inclusive and uh, whatever else uh, 
voter fraud organization in the, his, in, in the history of American politics, when he admitted to that nine days before the election, and then all of a sudden, you know, you saw what happened thereafter. So they had this in the works. They planned to steal the election by any means necessary. They knew what they were, they were doing. And it pisses me off that some of these judges, at least in a, in a couple, at least in one, ju- one judge, turn around and wouldn't even look at the evidence. Even went so far as to say, I'm not, there's nothing to, it was like he was standing there saying, nothing to see here, and dismissed it with prejudice. So everything that's happened right up to current, the Democrats realize that the, you know, they got caught with their hands in the cookie jar. They know they can't keep this up much longer. And sadly, we, we, the American people, are, 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 are sitting on pins and needles waiting to see what the final outcome is going to be. And it really bothers me that we have to wait and wait and wait. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just, we shouldn't have to wait all this time. I mean, it's a simple it's a simple deal. They're just complicating it, okay, because they don't want to accept what's, you know, that, you know, Trump won again, okay? They, they, they're they idiots. They're, they're, I don't you know, they should be all rounded up and put in prison, okay, for doing this, okay, because this is, this is how much and how low that they will go. In order to do this, okay. So it's the media. Oh yeah, he's already president. Yes, Mister Mister President Biden. Yes, yes, he's already president. Yeah, he's already having his shit. You see how this motherfucker's already uh, uh, getting all of his little ducks in a row now. That motherfucker is dying to get into that office. You know that. And he's probably so stupid that the little bitch at that camel toe. It's going to sit there going, <laughs> I'm going to have your seat within just a couple of few months if you get in there, because we're going to boot your ass out, your old ass out. See, they got a plan. I'm telling you, we said this months, months, months back. But them motherfuckers got a plan. They're planning that they got something dirty in their fucking, in their holster is the old thing. Good. good. Yeah, and, and you know something, It's it's like I've been saying, they they've got it. In, they got they got this well scouted. They they know how they're going to do this, uh, because again, they were talking about the twenty fifth amendment. Now I'm going to uh, give you. We were, I started bringing up the twenty fifth amendment also. Okay, so let me go back to the twenty fifth amendment here. Pardon me while I put on my cheetahs, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, you know us old guys with our eyesight. And we're sitting here with our, uh, our spectacles on our faces. And uh, yeah, well, here you go. I got bifocals. 
Ooh, that's oh, that's nice and clear, uh, at least a little bit. I can't hold them up forever, so I think I'll just do like this. Now, where I left off was at section four. Whenever the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive departments or of such other body as Congress may by law provide, transmit to the transmit to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. The vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duties of the office of acting president. Thereafter, when the president transmits to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives, his written declaration that no inability exists, he shall resume the powers and duties of his office unless the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive department or of such other body as Congress may by law provide, transmit within four days to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives, their written declaration that the President is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. Thereupon, Congress shall decide the issue, assembling within 48 hours for, the, for that purpose, if not in session, if the Congress, within 21 days, after receipt of the latter written declaration, or if Congress is not in session within 21 days after Congress is required to assemble, determines by two-thirds vote of both houses that the President is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office. The Vice President shall continue to discharge the same as acting president, otherwise the president shall resume the powers and duties of his office. Um, let me put this to you. If Joe Biden, as I've said many times already, by some insane stroke of incredible luck is voted into the is sworn in as as the 46th president i give it two three months tops he'll be seen by a psychiatrist he'll be seen by a medical professional his by a doctor and from there you will see Harris, Pelosi, moved up. Mark my words, it'll happen. Because Biden cannot discharge the office of president. There's no way. His mental, incapac his mental capacity is so 
diminished. It's not even funny. I mean, it's it, it's sad, really. Um, I see three laughing emojis from, from Cherokee Rose watching on Periscope. I don't know what I said that made her laugh. Okay. I made her laugh, so, you know, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's nice that I can make you laugh. I just wish I could remember how I did that. Uh, hmm. Gunslinger, I, I, I know this is, I hate to do this, but unfortunately, I never, I, I, I've been out, I was out all afternoon. I'm starting to fall asleep sitting here, believe it or not. I don't know if anybody can, you know, watching on the video platforms can see my eyelids are actually drooping. Um, it's unfortunate, but I may have to close this show early tonight because I just can't stay awake any longer. And if I try to force myself to stay awake, I'm only going to do, I'm going to do more harm than good. So I think it's a safe bet. I'm going to call, I'm going to call it a night early. I just don't have it in me to stay up and try and stay awake any longer. Because I, I think my voice is even starting to give out because it sounds like it's getting gravelly. So before we break camp here, do you have any final thoughts you want to you want to share with us? Any amusing anecdotes or even some information that I may not be aware of? Well, the amusing part is Joe Biden's an idiot. Okay, there's one of the amusing parts. Okay, along with Camel Toe, you know, uh, this has got to be the most craziest election so-called probably in history of this country. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Trump, we already know that he's got, what, 14 to 16 more million votes than he did in, six, in 2016. That right there should have put him over, over the side, over, over the edge, <laughs> even more. If this, uh, the, all these court cases in these other states, hopefully they will be do the right thing and rule in our favor. And if they do, that means that he gets a lot more electoral college votes, and obviously he's won. So, of course, we already know that. Mm. But they're doing their damnedest. They're doing their damnedest to trying to hit and miss. You know, oh yeah, let's 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 talk about let's talk let's not talk about the weather. Let's talk about earthquakes. You know, let's not talk about apples. Let's talk about oranges. Okay, they're trying to you know hedge and dodge everything. Okay, and most of the courts, the lower courts, may be in on it. Or it's like a hot potato. They don't want to fucking handle it, okay, because they know it's either too much of a hot potato or they're not legally and constitutionally able to make the decision. In my understanding, the Supreme Court's the only one that can do it. All these other lower courts don't make a shit. They're, they're, they're irrelevant. It's the main court up there, the big one, that has the final decision on everything. So, yeah, naturally they're going to, you know, Throw these cases out and make some real move them on up to the to the Supreme Court because if they do not rule in the in the favor of the people and the evidence is is, is right there clear blatant in front of your fucking face 
And I'm afraid there's going to be blood in the streets because this is where the government turns tyrannical. Okay? They completely poo-poo the will of the people. It's my way, or the highway, them speaking. Uh, and it looks like it's kind of going to that, to that direction, don't it? Somebody better trade this direction fast. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, Gunslinger, I, I, you know, the one thing that, that, that scares me, and, and you brought this up a couple of times uh, tonight, uh, is we could end up looking at a, um, a revolution. The one thing that I think the Democrats are most afraid of is the American people, uh, especially those of us who are armed, going after a a, uh, tyrannical government. But here's the problem. Tyrannical government would start at the Oval Office. President Trump is not a tyrannical president. It would have to start well, after I'm, Sleepy Joe is inaugurated. Well, not necessarily. I mean, it just depends on what point you want to look at it. When you when you when you're saying a tyrannical government, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the president. It could be the judicial. It could be whoever. It could be the dog catcher for the fucking White House. Who, who, who cares? It, the point is, is that they are exceeding their authority. Okay, they are not doing what we, the people, sent them up there to. We didn't go up there and send them up there to. Okay, we, well, we don't want to hear this bullshit. You motherfuckers going to hear this because we sent your ass up there to hear it. This is your. This is your job. This is what the Constitution has. Uh, if you're talking about the, the, about the, are you talking about the Supreme Court? Well, yeah, the Supreme Court. You know, the Constitution has got them pinched by the ear. They can't go any other direction but what the Constitution says. Okay, and that's t- tyranny. If they do, if they turn their backs on the American people, that's tyranny right there. Not necessarily from the president. Yeah, the president's all for it, obviously, because he yeah, knows he's one. Don't okay? forget, we all know he's one. We didn't choose the, the. We didn't choose the people that are sitting in in the in the SCOTUS. We didn't choose the Supreme Court well, uh, justices. Pre- the President of the no, United States yeah, nominated folks. Okay, he nominated well, them, and the, the one, Senate the voted one, on them. Yeah, well, the ones that are up there that Trump appointed. Okay, but the rest of these fucking idiots, the, the liberals, the libtards. They were appointed by, you know, the rest of them, which are Democrats. There you go. You know, so it still it still has to be, you know, one way or the other. I mean, I'm sure that the, the conservatives up there on the Supreme Court are probably going to side with President Trump, obviously. Okay. But the rest of these idiots, you know, I don't know. I've never been to the Supreme Court, never will. So, But that's the way I, it should work. You know, good. Yeah. Now, I tried contacting. Yeah, uh, check this out. This I, I tried contacting the Supreme Court this morning. I actually called them up. I called their main general number. It's a brief recording talking about if you're calling in regards to the presidential election, 
something or other. I, I, can't, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was like not even 15 seconds long and I got hung up on because it was an automated system. Then I tried calling visitor information. I tried reaching the Supreme Court through the numbers that they made available and I couldn't get a stinking soul on the damn phone. Not anyone. I couldn't get a live voice on the damn phone. Now that bothers me. Because if you have questions, you know, for the, you know, in regards to the Supreme Court, how are you supposed to get them answered if nobody's answering the damn phones? You know? And I was just going to ask one very simple question. Can a private citizen without a lawyer file a brief in the Supreme Court? Real simple. I tried looking that up online. I couldn't find a damn thing on it. So I decided to call the Supreme Court. Couldn't get anybody on the the damn phone. But yet the Supreme Court is working. There's supposed to be the, there are people that are supposed to be there. Can can you make heads or tails of that one, Gun? Not really. I thought there was supposed to be somebody there, or at least working from home. I mean, damn, this is what they're getting paid for. I mean, uh, yeah. So it's one simple question, and you can't even get an answer to. That simple question. What's uh, wrong with that picture? <laughs> Greatly wrong with the picture. And like I said, I can see working from home and everything. Cause hell, I've I've called up tech service for AT and T, and you know when I get up, when I can get somebody I can understand, I hear dogs barking in the background. I thought I asked one of them. I said, Is "That dogs in the office?" Oh, he said, "No, we're working from home." So same thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, a, a lot of companies are doing the work from home thing. Okay, if this broadcast were an actual, like, say it was on uh, on Sirius XM, okay, because of the, because of the language we use, uh, if we were on Sirius XM, more than likely I would have to work from home because I wouldn't be able to go to a studio. I work from home anyway, doing my broadcast. So for me, it it would it, it would be just as easy to do it from home than it would be in a studio. I've got all the necessary equipment to do a broadcast with. So if I were on Sirius XM, working from home would be you know easy peasy. But let's also take into consideration that it doesn't say anything on the Supreme Court's website that they're working from home or that they're closed. At least it didn't when I when I looked. So, I don't know. Yeah. It, it just it, it's very it's very strange. Now I can understand the visitor center and 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 uh, allowing visitors in there uh, during this pandemic uh, that being curtailed. Okay, I can understand that, but I cannot understand why one person couldn't be there to answer the damn phone. 
especially for just a simple question like that, like the one I just raised. Go figure. Go figure. I mean, it's a it's a really easy question. I mean, I would love to get a constitutional attorney to come on this show, and and if they know the answer to that question, you know, let us know what the answer is. So maybe I'll 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 make a few discreet phone calls during the course of the next day or so and see if I can find out. But without getting it from the horse's mouth, I'm not going to get anywhere. That's the downside to all this. You know, as long as I'm still sitting here, there's one story that I wanted to bring up. And it's still sitting on my screen here. Check this out, Gun. Hunter Biden is under invest is under federal tax investigation. Uh oh. Check this out, everybody. Hunter Biden is under a federal investigation over his taxes and questionable business dealings overseas. On Wednesday, he released a statement admitting that federal prosecutors in Delaware are investigating his tax affairs. Hunter and his business associates were also served with a subpoena to disclose information on their activities. In recent months, lawmakers and U.S. law enforcement raised concerns over Hunter's corrupt ties in Ukraine and China, as well as direct payments to the Bidens from a Kremlin ally. Republican officials said because of this, Joe Biden cannot be president because he may be compromised by corrupt dealings overseas. Hmm. Interesting. Is there still more on this? Nope, that was the end of the story. So, he, Hunter Biden is being uh, investigated for his taxes. And Republican officials are saying that because of this, Joe Biden cannot be president because he may be compromised by corrupt dealings. Now, I wonder if that could be the catalyst for him. Uh-oh. Can you still hear me, Gun? Yeah, I can still hear you. Okay. So I wonder if if this is a, if this possibly could have repercussions on Joe Biden. What do you think? Well, it's uh, yeah, because he's he's going to be yeah he's he's under investigation. So for a criminal you know, tax evasion or whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he should be, you know, that should disqualify him to be president immediately. <laughs> it would disqualify you if you tried it. Guarantee it. Good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it seems to me, 
it seems to me that if Hunter Biden is under investigation because of his overseas dealings and so forth, and if in fact, um, you know, <clears throat> you know, you, you've got lawmakers and law enforcement raising concerns over over Hunter's corrupt ties in Ukraine and China and also over direct payments to the Bidens from a Kremlin ally, can you say a la Russian collusion? Mm-mm. I'll be fucking. There we go. <laughs> but... I, I would I would I would I would shit a brick if this cause if this costs Joe Biden the Oval Office. Now that raises a question: If he's disqualified because of this, what happens? I wonder what happens. Does that mean that? Camel toe moves up automatically, or because it's Joe Biden and his campaign, she's disqualified as a result as well. Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? Go ahead. Yeah, it definitely makes you wonder, you know. I don't know that answer. Uh, which is, well, which one's going to be worse? You know, Sleepy Joe, Uncle Joe, or Camel Toe? If, you know, Sleepy Joe gets booted out, then you got her. Oh, God. Well, there's another one. Made in hell. Right there. <laughs> Go ahead. Now, I don't know who this person is, but Joe Jack... Pasebeck tweeted, Hunter was under investigation for tax evasion and foreign money laundering the whole time. People were banned for talking about this, and President Trump was impeached for even asking about it. In another tweet, I can't imagine that, that this guy wrote, I can't imagine why Hunter Biden would be under financial investigation. Hmm. Let's see if you're if you're getting for money from a foreign government and your your daddy is running for oval for president of the United States, gee, I wonder how that how that makes it look. Kind of suspicious, doesn't it? A little bit. A little bit. And this story was put out by One American News Network. I don't think the mainstream media picked up on it. In fact, let me see. Taking a look at Fox News. Ooh, Fox News is talking about it. 
In fact, it's on the it's right on their front page. Hunter Biden subject to subject of grand jury investigation links to China funds emerge. Oh, okay. So Fox picked up on it. Let's see MSNBC. Uh, let's see. Hunter Biden says his taxes under his taxes under investigation after Trump made baseless corruption claims. Oh brother. Talk about twisting the twisting the facts. Oh, that's MSLSD for you. Well, now let's see if what CNN's saying on it. If anything Federal criminal investigation into Hunter Biden focuses on his business dealings in China. Biden expected to nominate Catherine Tai to serve as U.S. Trade Representative. Okay, so the Confused News Network has has a, has the story as federal criminal investigation into Hunter Biden focuses on his business dealings in China, but they don't bring up in that headline about Ukraine. But if I tap on the link, let me scroll through here real quick. Let's see here. Let's see. According, This is according to the Confused News Network. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But it says here, after going quiet in the months before the election, federal authorities are now actively investigating the business dealings of Hunter Biden. A person with knowledge of the probe said his father, (laughs) the alleged president-elect, I put the alleged in there, Joe Biden, is not implicated. Not yet. Now that the election is over, the investigation is entering a new phase. Federal prosecutors in Delaware, working with the IRS, Criminal Investigation Agency, and the FBI are taking overt steps, such as issuing subpoenas and seeking interviews, the person with knowledge said. Oh, here we go again with loudmouth across the hall. Activity in the investigation had gone covert in recent months due to Justice Department guidelines prohibiting overt actions that could affect an election, the person said. Who is this person? Uh, That says here, CNN contacted Biden's attorney and the campaign this week seeking comment about the investigation. On Wednesday, they released a statement acknowledging the probe. Now, Hunter Biden said in a statement, I learned yesterday for the first time that the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware advised my legal counsel also yesterday that they are investigating my tax affairs. I take this matter very seriously, but I am confident that a professional and objective review of these matters will demonstrate that I handled my affairs legally and appropriately 
including with the benefit of professional tax advisors. Hmm. Investigators have been examining multiple financial issues, including whether Hunter Biden and his associates violated tax and money laundering laws in business dealings in foreign countries, principally China, according to two people briefed on the probe. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. This this is this is a, this is a a puff piece. This is a fluff piece. That's all it really is. So, I don't know. This could this this could spell trouble for the the Biden camp. I I I truly believe it could. Uh, Hunter, according to a, to a couple of uh, smaller headlines in, on Fox News's page, Hunter Biden's foreign transactions repeatedly flagged as potential criminal activity. Senate probe found. Hmm. CNN's Tapper asks Biden about potential family biz conflicts after avoiding son Hunter during campaign. Yeah, okay, whatever. Ron Johnson pushes back on calls for Hunter Biden special counsel. After joining Burisma, Hunter Biden requested meetings with Antony Blinken, State Department emails. Hmm. This could be a big problem for for the Bidens. You know? This could be a big problem. What do you think? It kind of sounds like it. it may be, yeah, it may be a very big problem for them. Um, yeah. That'd be something. It'd be something to worry about. No doubt about it. Enjoy. Well, I'll tell you what. I think. I think Joe Biden's got. He's got his hands in the cookie jar because uh, of money that that changed hands and potentially got in his. So we're just gonna have to see how this plays out, Gun. We'll have to see how it plays out. All right, people. I'm gonna call it an early night. It's uh, I'm I've I've run, I've basically run out of gas. So, thanks to uh, Gunslinger for being here with me, and of course, uh, Cherokee Rose and Gene over on the Periscope side, and the viewer watching by way of Twitch, and of course, all of you watching and listening by archives. A, a fresh, clean copy of this broadcast will be uploaded to the Blog Talk Radio server, and of course. The video side will be uploaded for archive on rumble.com as well. And all those links, all that information will be available on parlor.com as, as luck would have it. I also want to thank the viewer on DLive that's watching. I just happened to notice that someone's watching by DLive. 
So Gunslinger, thanks my friend for being here, but I've got to get some Z's. My body is, I've had it. My body is out of gas. I thought I could make it another 30 minutes, but I don't think I can. I'm literally wiped. But All right, catch you later. we'll be back tomorrow night, but we'll be, we'll be back on the Thursday night edition. So I hope you'll, you'll I hope you'll join me for that. And in the interim, I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Until next time, America, take care. And remember, if it comes down to it, family can still see each other even if it's just virtually for the holidays. And we will catch you on the Thursday night edition of Firefox News Online, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. And with that having been said, we're out of here. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Send your comments to us by writing comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, if you have any stories or topic ideas you'd like to share with us, send them to wereport at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's wereport at firefoxnewsonline.com. And be sure to check facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. That's facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. For the links to the live broadcasts of Firefox News Online on the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network, be sure to use hashtag FFNOP, that's hashtag FFNOP, to trend this broadcast and all Firefox News Online broadcasts globally on social media. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition. Let it be written. So let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.